Nowadays with YouTube automation, you kind of want to take you out of the process, yeah. right? My first YouTube automation video cost me $50 yeah. to hire wow. all of those people. Who was on your team? Like, what do you need to do to create a team? You ain't even in the video and it's completely passive once you upload it. It's yeah. literally like digital real estate. It has to work or it has to work. What would you say if I, I want to get in YouTube automation, how am I discovering what niche do I, am I searching this a certain way? Right. And so. The thing about it today, nowadays with YouTube automation, you kind of want to take you out of the process, yeah. right? At the beginning, I was doing my passion and yes, that led to a lot of success, but it wasn't always successful. I eventually had to make another channel, create other you know, niche channels and make other topics and make money from those topics, right? Because I noticed that gaming, although I got a billion views on that channel, bro, only made a million dollars. Now that's, a, that's amazing, a million dollars is a lot of money, but Think about it, if it was in a business niche or if it was targeting a different audience that wasn't children, I probably would have made $10 million from those views. Wow. So that's what motivated me to say, yo, I gotta switch it up. And so that's when I got into like the top 10 stuff. But when it comes to YouTube automation and choosing your niche, you wanna take you out of the, out of the process. So right now I'll give you a, a really good example, right? John Morant, he, yeah. he buck wild and going crazy, right? So. I might not be into the, the Memphis Grizzlies. I might not be in the, the NBA, but I know that that's a great topic. And if I can get a team to build a video for me, that's an amazing niche. I know it's going to go crazy, right? And it's the same thing, Andrew Tate, getting out of prison. There's so many different trendy niches that's going on. And that's how you really decide, like, which one do you want to go into, right? So all the niches is just choosing a topic on YouTube. Once you have that topic, you stick with it. Um, and then once you stick with it, you, you see the success and the result from it. But it's just all about relevancy, right? If the niche is relevant enough, then you know you got you one. Yeah. yeah. So. Let me ask you this too, because you mentioned John Morant, which is an amazing player going through some stuff now. But what if he cleaned this up in six months? Do you just switch niches then? or? So what you will do in that, in that process is you can still make content about John Morant, but you would just switch it from John Morant to maybe different NBA players, right? Got it. And so mm. maybe it not, maybe not make the channel about John Morant, but just make it about NBA players top that players in top fail, top 10 NBA fails, yeah. right? Or just, just make it a broader aspect. So when you're actually making more content and that trend does die, because they do die, you have something to pivot to. Once you realize how to pivot on YouTube, you, you never can be stopped. Yeah. Because that pivot is strong and it helps you get to that, you know, that next thing, that next topic that's going to print results. What is our next step in this automation game? So we we building a team. Let's talk about it. Who is on your team? Like, what do you need to do to create a team? So it's real easy. Yeah. So with YouTube automation, it's just four or five components to your team. Yeah. When you're starting out, you hire a script writer, yeah. you hire a voice actor, you hire a video editor a thumbnail artist. And then once you like really get, you know, real crafty with it, you yeah. can hire a channel manager to take over the whole process for you, right? Ooh. And so they create all the aspects of the video, the video editor puts it together. And then after they do that, you can then upload the video on YouTube, right? Yeah. But this is where the gym, the gym is. This is where people don't understand because they just see it from the outside looking in and they're like, man, I wonder like how that makes profit, right? And so, I'll tell you like this, my first YouTube automation like video cost me $50 yeah. to hire wow. all of those people. Wow.
Hey, listen, I am so excited. Like, we had to stop the episode, right? Probably like, Neil, you stopping the episode? It's getting so good, I know. This is my YouTube coach. This is the guy who helped analyze our channel, tell us some adjustments we should have made, right? In addition to that, this is the GOAT behind faceless YouTube channels. If anybody know anything about me, your boy loves digital real estate, meaning how can I generate income without me physically showing up to do so? And my guy, David Amari, is hosting a five-day virtual conference, ytachallenge.com, sharing with you the step-by-step blueprint on not only how you can win on YouTube, but how you can also do it faces, meaning where you don't have to show up to do it. So again, go to ytachallenge.com right now. Join that five-day virtual event. We'll see you in the inside. Let's get back to the episode. And it made me $10,000. Wow. So the profit was like crazy. It was like $10,700 or something like that, right? But you got to keep in mind, I was at a nine to five and I was just like, yo, like I'm trying to go all in, right? So I hired my team. After I got my team, I took about two, $3,000, paid off um, my bills or whatever, and took $8,000 and just bought more $50 videos. Mm. So I went and bought 160 videos, wow. which equated to like $460,000 yeah. back off of that investment. So really it was off a $50 seed, but... Let's just go back to team building, like how that looks today. You can still get videos for $50. Like right. you can still find teams because it's just like VAs in our businesses, yeah. right? They'll take little dollars, but it means a lot to them. Yeah. It's the same with building a YouTube automation team, right? Yeah. So a script writer, typically if you're trying to get a, a team that's like not super expensive, you pay them $15. For a voice actor, you pay them $15. For a video editor, you pay them $15. And then for your thumbnail, it's so a video many. editor for fifteen dollars. Yes, bro. Wow, a video editor for fifteen dollars, and a video editing be good in these times. In these times, I'm telling you, wow. like I've had students yeah. go crazy. Like yeah. you know, Kev, uh, he's in the mastermind. He yeah. was in the mastermind too. He was one of my students as yeah. well. Crazy. He paid forty five dollars, five dollars less for a video. It made thirteen thousand dollars. Wow. In today's age, so crazy. it's crazy. And then that thumbnail, five dollars. There's so many freelancers yeah. competing. Yeah. So they got to charge that low dollar because they know that that's the only way I'm going to really, you know, get spotted. And so you pay that $5 to that thumbnail artist, they make that thumbnail and boom, puts a video together. But the reason why it still works in today's age, because it's not necessarily the video itself. It's more so the topic. Yeah. So if something going on right now that's hot, if you got your team ready to make that video, the script, that's you can find articles, chat, GPT, all that stuff can literally bullet point and like blueprint your whole script, right? Voiceover artists, people ain't really looking to hear who the, how the voice really sounds, right? Yeah. It just has to sound like an American voice or whatever it may be, right? And give the information, right? And then with a video mm -hmm. editor, anybody can literally go online, get clips of John Morant and, you know, news and uh, him talking in a press conferences, put it together with a voiceover, add some background music and in a thumbnail, like $5. So that's why I'm saying like in today's age, like it's really not yeah. right now. Typically what I pay now for a video, because I'm just super premium, like I yeah. just like the best of the yeah. best. I'll spend like anywhere from three to $400 per video. Yeah. But I, I'm like an expert at this. I really yeah. know what I'm doing so I can take a risk that's that higher. But Listen to this episode, you probably understand having one source of income is too close to none. And as one of the wealthiest people in the world, Warren Buffett says, if you don't find a way to make money in your sleep, you will work until you die. With that being said, I am finally exposing the industry to this very unique, 
very secretive way to make money in real estate that no one is talking about. No, I'm not talking about wholesaling. No, I'm not talking about fixing flips. No, I'm not talking about rehabs, right? No, I'm not talking about flipping contracts. I'm talking about event spaces. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and show you for $300, I'm going to waive that $300 fee and give you access to my free masterclass where I'm going to show you how to find your own location. I'm going to show you how to fund your own location. I'm going to show you how to automate this entire process. The same process that I help hundreds and hundreds of people do, I'm now pulling back the curtains. I'm going to help you do the same thing. So what I want you to do right now, go to event space masterclass.com right now. Go ahead and register. And as soon as you're done, go back to the episode. Once again, go to eventspacemasterclass.com. I will see you in our next class. Just getting started in YouTube automation, you ain't got to spend that much. I mean, I don't feel like it's a risk when you're saying you could spend, even if it's 400 and you're saying some people are making 10,000 off of a video, 500, I mean, 1,000, 5,000, like in off pro. of a video that you're not even a talent on the video? At all, you ain't even in the video. And it's completely passive once you upload it. It's yeah. literally like digital real estate. Yeah. I have a channel that, and it's funny because you know Sunday, you usually get paid every month from Google AdSense yeah. on the 21st, but the 21st this month fell on a Sunday. Yeah. And so one of my channels, I looked at it today, I got an email from Google AdSense this morning. It's a channel I ain't uploaded on in probably 11 months, $600. Wow. So once it's, it's almost set it and forget it, once it's up? Yeah, it's, it's up. <laughs> you just keep up, getting paid. Once it's up, it's up. As long as the videos are getting views, as long as your channel's getting views, you're getting paid. Even if I stop the channel? If you stop it, uploading videos today and, you're, and your channel's still getting views, they're going to pay you for those views. Mm. 11 months, bro. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. $600 said, ain't nothing crazy from- Oh, no, but $600 from- That's like real estate money. Yeah. Passive? digital real estate. Passive, bro. Ooh, you know, it's I love like, passive income, yeah, bro. I gotta, I gotta get you on this channel, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I gotta do, I'm, I, I'm doing me an automation channel. Oh, yeah, we gotta got help to. build that out. Yeah, yeah, we got so to. we got, uh, you, you said something critical. So we talked about building the team. You said what components of the team. You said around, arrange around what the videos cost. When you were coaching me, right, and I appreciate you, like, when we really got into YouTube, and it's not the automation way. Nah, this was but, just. No, I'm saying right. when you were coaching me through just niches and right. all these different, you kept pressing on the thumbnail. Yeah. What are some components to a successful thumbnail right now? So you have to understand, number one, that the most important piece of a video is the YouTube thumbnail, mm. all right? And I say this, and I always use this analogy. Nobody's ever going to go into a library, open the middle of a book and start reading. They're going to look at the cover of that, that book and they're going to read the summary on the back. Same with Netflix. I know some people we don't read these days. We watch Netflix. Nobody's just going to go on Netflix and click on a video, bro. Yeah. They got to look at the trailer. They got to read the description and make sure they like it before yeah. they even tap into that, that movie, right? It's the same thing with a YouTube thumbnail. Subconsciously, people see thumbnails on YouTube and they already know in their mind it's made up that they're going to click on it before they even click on it. But... Here's two major key components of a thumbnail. Number one, it has to spark curiosity. Mm. Number two, it has to ask a question, mm. right? So it can be anything, right? Let's go back to you. How to start an event space, right? What if you put on a thumbnail how I made $100,000 from an event space in one month, right? Mm -hmm. And we'll condense that down because we don't want too many words on a thumbnail, right? What did it just do? It just sparked somebody's curiosity who's already been thinking about getting into event spaces. Yeah. So it's going to be more, you know, they're going to really click on it because they're going to see it and they're going to get more interested about tapping in on it. So just those are the two main components. As long as you can spark curiosity 
and just get people asking questions, yeah. the more people are going to click on it, which is going to increase your click-through rate, which is your CTR, yeah. which is basically the impressions um, and the amount of views you get from those impressions. And that's what gives you that percentage, right? And I told you this before, you want to make sure it's anywhere from 7 all the way up to 15%. I mean, it's, if you can get it higher, that's amazing. But typically, a really good thumbnail is going to get you 15% plus, right? An average thumbnail, probably 6 to 7%. So yeah. that's something to just really mm. know and keep it, take note of. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in this episode. I hope you're getting extreme amount of value. I want you to go ahead and comment below. Share with me your biggest takeaway. In addition to that, my number one goal is for me to be able to grow all of my social platforms so I can give you info, insight, strategy, and game from every platform there is. So take a minute to follow me on Instagram at Neil DeVee. So same exact name on Twitter, same exact name on TikTok and follow me on LinkedIn at Nehemiah Davis. I would love for you to be able to be tuned into my articles and everything that I drop relating to helping you get to that next level in your life. Tune in.